podcast and i'm your host andrew westmoreland this is episode 41 huge milestone that we are in our 40 40s episodes love it love it love it this is going to be fantastic uh interesting show today we are diving fully into politics the republican civil war is in full swing right now uh we will be talking about republicans turning on each other that is the primary theme uh more specifically republicans turning against the gop and um trump healthcare bill as well as conservatives also working against Trump in regards to his claims that he was wiretapped during the 2016 presidential election. So, before uh, we dive straight into that, I want to take this time to again thank all of my listeners. You've been so supportive and thank you to everyone who has contributed uh, a donation to help keep this show running. Again, uh, the cost of the show is not dramatically high. This isn't a full production with the whole staff and team and all that. So we don't need a whole, whole lot to keep the show going. But, you know, if you would like to contribute a dollar, two dollars, whatever you can afford, that would be fantastic. And it really does help the show continue. Um, You could do so at paypal.me slash west. And again, that is paypal.me slash Drew West. So, uh, with that, let's jump straight into the main topics here. So, if you haven't heard, you've probably been living under a rock or trying to block out politics. Highly advise against that. I think you need to be all in. This is huge, huge... Uh, news and and crazy things happening that affect your daily life. Uh, The conservatives in Congress are trying to take away your health care. This is not hyperbole. This is not an exaggeration. This is not me being partisan. This is just facts. So an independent congressional report uh, came out that showed up to 20... 4 million Americans could lose their health care coverage under this new um, AHCA bill. Okay, that is the Republican version of the ACA. This is Trump Care. So, 
if this passes, which right now it looks like it's not, um, if it did, up to 24 million Americans would be out of fucking luck. Let's be honest here. Uh, they are literally trying to take away your health care. This is not like an exaggeration, multiple. It, it, it's such a huge, huge thing here uh, when they crunched the numbers and, and, and dived into the fallout of what this could be. Multiple Republicans are just like dropping off and speaking out against it. So, you know, for the most part, they're calling these people moderate Republicans uh, in the GOP. Uh, someone like Florida uh, Representative uh, Ross, uh, I can't even say this name. Holy crap. Ross Ledian? I don't know who that is. Uh, the Florida representative. Uh, this person's not happy with that. Um, we're seeing people like uh, Representative Leonard Lance from New Jersey. Um, we are seeing people like uh, Charlie Dent of Pennsylvania. And, you know, the Speaker of the, the House, Paul Ryan, is even speaking out. Uh, against some parts of this, um, Lindsey Graham, I believe, even is is making some uh, notes about this. Uh, this stuff is huge. This uh, oh, Rand Paul. Rand Paul is like the huge, uh, greatly um, opposed to this, and I think he is the the main person spearheading this. So I understand that, like I uh, we spoke about this before in the other show that Republicans are turning on this plan because their constituents like the Affordable Care Act. They didn't have health insurance before. Now they can afford it. Now they have it. And now the people they voted in are trying to take it away from them, and they are pissed. So... I don't know, like, on a fundamental level here, like, how crazy do you have to be to vote in somebody who's literally trying to kill you? Like, these people want them dead. Um, and, and I say that, and, you know, I know that sounds like an exaggeration, but if you're talking about, like, the elderly, because they are trying to cut Medicaid and Medicare, as well as the ACA... You know, a lot of these people rely on these these programs so they can actually live. So when you're voting against your own self-interest and they're literally trying to take away well, your, your life-saving health care, um, I have to question that. I have to wonder what's going on in their heads. Like, I envision these people... And in Congress, just like sitting around a table smoking cigars, this like dimly lit room, just planning how to how to murder and kill and take away your health care coverage. And, and I'm just I'm just hearing that music and. <sighs> <laughs> That was loud as fuck, by the way. Uh, still haven't fixed my soundboard to 
to get this right, but uh, apologies. So, I don't know. This is uh, quite a few Republicans are just like, nah, we're going to have to do something about this. <coughs> Excuse me. I, I'm still sick, by the way, if you, if you can't hear that, but uh, it's so, so annoying. This thing is huge. Uh, we have another weird situation because you understand Steve Bannon uh, used to be the editor-in-chief of Breitbart News. Uh, now works for the White House, uh, Trump administration. And Breitbart is like being Breitbart, but they are supporting Trump in such a way that is just makes me really uncomfortable. They are clearly like a propaganda wing for the White House for the most part. Um, now they they have posted some 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 articles and, and stories that were uh, counter to that idea, uh, critical of Trump and his some of his uh, policies and whatnot. But for the most part, all in all, it's this weird thing that's kind of happening. Um, where we're starting to see mainstream media and um, these hyper-partisan media outlets starting to pop up all over the place. And I don't want to deviate too much from the main conversation here, but uh, if you've looked at CNN lately, um, Jake Tapper has this weird segment where he's like highly opinionated now. Um, he's doing commentary and it's it makes me uncomfortable um not because you know I, that's what i do i am i do news commentary right now until i can get enough money together to actually go back out into the field but it, it makes me uncomfortable when it's you know cnn's supposed to be like hyper neutral and independent right uh, at least that's what they try to portray and you have these weird things happening and you know, you have these hyper-conservative, far-right media outlets like Breitbart who are literally propaganda arms for a political figure, political party. It, it just really makes me uncomfortable. So, uh, let's, let's take a quick segue here uh, before I go into the next, uh, the wiretapping shit again. Uh, Trump's 2005 tax returns were released on Rachel Maddow's show from MSNBC uh, last night. Huge, huge, like, news when it came out. You know, she did this, like, crazy uh, build-up to it. I I was getting tweets about it and notifications. Uh, I was not watching it. I was at my parents' house visiting. So I didn't get a chance to look at that, but... Uh, from what I'm, I understand, it took her forever to actually release it on her show. There's like a whole bunch of drama and leading up to it. And, you know, I guess that was the entirety of her show, uh, show. So, uh, there's also reports that the White House was, uh, making cl uh, claims that it was illegal for them to post his tax returns. That is not true. Um, if a journalist or a media outlet receives information um, 
there's almost no circumstance where it is illegal for them to release it. Um, not in America. We have this free press thing that's in the Constitution, I guess. Like, you know, uh, it kind of just is an inconvenience to some people, I guess. <laughs> so, that was that. <clears throat> um, you know, it, it basically showed that he his income in 2005 was like 150000 something like that. He paid $38 million in, in taxes. Um, you know, uh, a lot of people are looking at this information and trying to, like, figure it out. And uh, who who released it and, and why and, and is there going to be more and... Yeah, there probably will be. We're probably going to see a couple more tax returns from Trump pop up. But my, my commentary is 2005 is irrelevant to me. Um, I need to see 2014, 15, 16. That's the taxes I'm interested in. Um, his recent ties. Now, you know, if they could find something in his older stuff, whatever, cool. Um that's kind of the entire point of, of being transparent with your financials. He is withholding it because he knows there's some shit in there that will destroy him. You know, his, his financial ties to foreign, uh, foreign governments, foreign companies are going to become apparent. And everything he does in regards to those countries will be put, will be called into question. This is why he's not releasing them. It's like common, common sense 101. But the fact that um, he was not required by law to do so is bizarre to me. Why a presidential candidate and then now uh, president of the United States is not required to be transparent with their financial business ties is insanity to me. I mean, that's like how you get corruption. Like, this is a how-to manual, apparently. <clears throat> so... Enough of that. Let's go into <laughs> let's go into this damn this damn um, uh, wiretap shit again. So understand that the FBI is investigating this. Um, they're kind of required if somebody that high in the government makes these crazy claims, and it is like they double down on it. So understand that Trump made those allegations like 11 days ago, almost two weeks ago, saying that President Obama ordered his his residence in the Trump Tower to be wiretapped during the election. You know, he provided no proof of this. It was just a statement. Um, and I, like I said, it, this is a smokescreen. That's my opinion. That's my analysis. This is a smokescreen to deflect um, the heat off of him and his administration for their ties to Russia. And he's just trying to, like, stir up shit to confuse and, and deflect. <clears throat> but there's fallout to this. If, you, if you're the president and you start making crazy allegations, you know, wheels start turning. So the FBI is investigating. Um, Senator Lindsey Graham long-serving, highly respected senator, bit crazy, 
if you ask me, but long-standing respected senator, Republican, said that he's going to subpoena information from the FBI over these allegations uh, and to see if the director, uh, James Comey, um, uh, will provide the information uh, if there's any validity to Trump's claims or not. So, you know, this is like important just because of the fact that a president is 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 claiming that another president uh, broke the law. You know, he he's Trump is claiming that he extrajudicially or unlawfully illegally uh, was spied on by former president Obama. You know, that is something that you can't just drop. You got to, like, look into this. Also, Kellyanne Conway's crazy ass. Skeletor, the female edition. Went on damn TV again and said some crazy mess. This woman said... That it was microwaves. They used the microwaves to spy on Trump. Now, right on the surface, that sounds like some crazy ass tinfoil hat sort of nonsense, right? <laughs> but uh, I'm going to be honest here. There's some validity to that technology. So if you're not aware, there are certain you know, infrared technology using lasers and, and certain uh, microwave shit that you that certain spy agencies use where they can uh, detect heat signatures inside of buildings and where they can uh, pick up audio and shit from inside of buildings. <clears throat> that being said, you know, the way she said it was like literally the microwave oven. That's what was kind of implied. And it's like, nah, that's not how that works. <laughs> you need a very like highly specialized machine uh, to do these sort of things. Um, that is, no. No. So also understand that there, so far, there is no actual direct evidence uh, between Trump and Russia. There still isn't any direct evidence right now. It's just kind of highly probable because of a lot of the, the things that are starting to come out. And I, I would imagine at this point, a lot of this, these smoke screens and, and deflections and um, emotional outbursts are trying to deflect from that, but it, it's, it's not going to work. It's, it's just not if, if this in fact happened, it's going to come out. And, you know, if, if in fact Trump was assisted or, or greatly assisted by Russia, uh, his presidency is going to be called into question and he will, I mean, let's be honest here, deservingly deserves to be removed from office. That is, I, I don't know how anyone can really 
uh, disagree with that, I, I mean, I want to know what your, your thoughts are on this. Uh, comment down below, please. Please tell me what you think about this. If, in fact, the president got elected um, in part by a foreign government, uh, shouldn't they be removed? Because they are not a duly and properly elected official, right? Shouldn't they be removed? I want to know what you think. Comment down below, please. So... This stuff is just really, it starts to get really complicated, a lot of weird, weird stuff happening. Um, definitely need to keep an eye on this stuff, guys, because, you know, with Trump's nonsense and with all the conflict happening around the world, you know, North Korea is ratcheting up their, their long range military capabilities missile capabilities you have south korea being a little bit destabilized because of their uh president being uh, uh impeached and deposed for corruption um you've got turkey about to become a dictatorship um they're threatening all these other countries uh, in europe um they're beefing People are rioting in other people's countries on behalf of Turkey. Like, it's just getting crazy. So, you guys really need to pay attention to what's happening. Because this does have long-term effects in our life. How our government responds to these things could mean war. Um, it could mean severe economic woes. Uh, it can mean a lot of things. That could affect our daily lives. So, you know, this is... I understand a lot of us are just kind of like... Self-absorbed and we, we go throughout our daily lives without trying to get involved. Or we feel like we can't get involved. We don't have power. That's just not true. Um, you have to speak up and speak out and insert yourself into the conversation into the dialogue and uh, get involved in politics in some way form or fashion <clears throat> if you're not going to go to city council if you're not going to write letters to congress um, then you need to uh, look at protests you need to look at activism forming organizations and, you know, this isn't this isn't coming as a, you know, like pick a side, like supporting one side or the other. This is just in general, like whatever your political affiliation is. I encourage everyone to get involved because the more you discuss these things, the more you debate them and 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 go through them, the more people are involved, the more things will get done more quickly because it holds our government to account. If we want something and, you know, millions of people are demanding it, you know, it's a matter of if they don't do it, they just don't get elected next time. <laughs> and if it's a really, really critical issue, it also has to deal with whether or not uh, we're going to have rights or not. So I'm just saying. Just something to keep in mind. Have to get involved. Um, you know, 
worrying about Beyonce's uh, pregnancy and, you know, Justin Bieber's hair or whatever it is not helping you uh, be successful and productive in life. I'm just, I'm just going to be real. You can enjoy your entertainment, but we're talking about your, your life here. You know, your life, your, your freedom, your economic stability, your health care. These things need to be taken seriously or, um, you know, don't complain later. Don't complain after the fact uh, when you were fucking around and not getting involved in the conversation. So just wanted to say that. <clears throat> well, um, it's also related to the previous topics. Uh, Breitbart News has released audio of Speaker of the House Paul Ryan uh, essentially uh, bad-mouthing Trump back in October of 2016. And and this is like basically to discredit him and, and try to like stir up drama against him and support against him for his his criticism of this new health care plan. It's... It's interesting, for sure. Um, they are definitely turning on each other. Like, this is... This is interesting. Um, and also understand that Democrats are also having a bad day as well. Um, progressive Democrats are trying to clean house, get rid of establishment Democrats. Um, you know, uh, Justice Democrats is their, their initiative. And, you know, they're, they're trying to build alliances and coalitions and, and get support from grassroots and whatnot to fund this initiative and elect uh, progressives in, in the in Democratic Party. And uh, I'm just, I'm going to be real here. I don't think it's going to work. Uh, the party, the two major political parties are just so corrupt that there's no no chance of, of salvaging that. You just have to abandon them, start something new from the, the ground up, and, and go from there. That's just my opinion. So, um, what else do we got going on here? We have a couple minutes left to spare. Um, let's do some random fun, nobody gives a damn kind of news. Hashtag John Effect Podcast. Um... <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I didn't mean that. Like nobody gives a damn about your show. Like your segment, <laughs> file the sunder. Nobody gives a damn. Um, if you haven't seen that ridiculous incident on the BBC News, where the man is the political scientist is being interviewed on live TV, and his children like bust in his office and just start acting a damn fool and then the the wife uh run, rushes in and like is trying to drag the children out of the room like so dramatic and oh they made it 10 times worse than than the actual children in the room and it was just it's just so ridiculous <clears throat> so you have to check that out um those kids are bad as hell though the little girl's bad as fuck I'm just, I'm just being real. You could see like other videos of them uh, being interviewed again about the incident, 
and that girl needs some discipline just saying <laughs> so um also there is that get out movie um i have not seen this yet but i'm really interested in this because um it is like a satirical comedy uh, or satirical horror movie uh, by Jordan Peele and the main actor is a uh, British actor black British actor um, and there's like some sort of racist sort of thing happening while he's visiting his white girlfriend's parents like some crazy horror situation and it's they're supposed to be like I'm guessing they're liberals and that's kind of like the whole premise of the film is like, oh yeah, they're they're cool. They're they're like white liberals. They're supposed to be like safe and stuff. And then, really, it's like some crazy nonsense happening in the background. And yeah, you know, with a satirical spin. I'm I'm just interested. Uh, it's also interesting too. Like, there's been some backlash. Um, Samuel L. Jackson was was calling it out, saying like, why is there a British actor playing this role. Why isn't it a black American actor? Because, you know, they would have more of a connection to the sort of story because of the history here in America. And, you know, compared to the UK, you know, blacks in the UK don't have the same uh, historical reference of, of mistreatment like they did here in America. You know, slavery in the UK ended much sooner. Um, and they just had a way better experience there. They didn't have to worry about, you know, the lynchings and the ter constant terrorism and stuff. Uh, not to say that they weren't mistreated, but it was nothing like black treatment in America. And, you know, I kind of I kind of agree with with Sam a little bit here on this. Um, at the same time, I don't think it's that that big of a deal. Um, I, f I feel like he's kind of making a fuss about nothing. Um, there is a lot more pressing sort of entertainment issues with Hollywood uh, where they're using like, I don't know, like white actors to play historically black characters. Uh, CNN by, you know, I don't know if you've seen, they have some special coming out about finding Jesus and, you know, the main, uh, the person playing Jesus looks like some white guy, blonde hair, blue eyes or whatever or light colored hair and you know it's a white guy and it's like yeah you know if we're talking entertainment news that's more important than a black british man uh playing a black american like that's not really my problem <laughs> but let's worry about more pressing matters i would say so with that um just want to thank everyone for listening if you like this please like it favorite it uh, please comment down below let me know what you think um, if you have any suggestions on content um, or interviews uh, interactions guest appearances any of that please um, comment down below let me know um, and also sharing sharing is caring repost it um, share this with your friends 
And uh, again, thanks for listening slash watching, and uh, your support is, is always fantastic. I love you guys, and um, I really want to grow this this podcast together. Um, so please, um, insert yourself into the conversation. So with that, I'm Andrew Westmoreland, and I am your centrist voice of reason in a time of hyper-partisan lunacy. And I will see you guys next time.